Welcome to Deliverance in Jesus Christ. Today's message is entitled, Overcoming Addiction. But before we start today's message, let's say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, O Lord, and we ask that you intervene in our lives. We ask, O Lord, that you step into our situation. O Lord, you know what we're going through, O Lord, and you can do the impossible, Father God. We ask that you just be a surgeon, O Lord, and that you perform surgery, O Lord, into our life and into whatever we're going through, or whatever a family member is going through, or whatever our friend's going through, O Lord. You know what that is, and we ask, O Lord, that you just rain power, O Lord. Surround us with your angels, O Lord. Minister to us through this message. Allow us to be made whole and allow the thing that we were facing back then for us to no longer be facing that anymore. We know, O Lord, that you can do all things, O Lord. And we ask, O Lord, that you just step in, O Lord. Step in now. We can't wait another minute, Father God. We can't wait another moment, Father. We need you now, O Lord. Our life depends on you stepping in and intervening, O Lord, right now. So we ask, O Lord, that you do this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Overcoming Addiction Addiction is defined as the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. This could be drugs, this could be alcohol, this could be gambling, or maybe sex uh, outside of marriage. Whatever your addiction is, I'm here to tell you that God can bring you through. Scripture says in 1 Corinthians 10.13, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Whatever you're going through, someone has overcame in the past. Someone has conquered that demon. You're not going through this alone. God is saying, you're not the only one. This temptation is common to man. But God is faithful. God has the power to bring you through. God knows exactly the solution to your problem. The battle starts in your mind. Maybe you're addicted because you you need a fix because of some type of depression that you're going through or maybe you need a fix because of anxiety or or maybe you need to get away from a current mind state or maybe you're just so stressed that you that you need this drug or that you need this alcohol in order to ease your mind but you don't need it you have to change your mind You have to change what you believe. Do you think courage is in the drug or alcohol? No. God put courage in you. God put courage in your mind. You were created to conquer all things. You were created to have power and dominion on this earth. What is it that keeps allowing you to run back to that alcohol or allowing you to keep running back to that drug. You're here listening to someone who once struggled with alcohol addiction. 
Yes, at one time, I was an alcoholic in my life. But I made a conscious decision that I was going to change. At one point, I needed that fix. I needed that drink. Some people need that drug in order for me to feel normal. But that was all a lie from the enemy. You do not need that. You can overcome. One acronym I learned is called HALT, H-A-L-T. It stands for hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Whenever you are one of these things, you're susceptible to potentially needing a drink. Are you hungry? Are you stressed out because you, your, your stomach is, is growling and you need something to eat? Or are you angry because of what a co-worker said to you? Because of, of maybe your argument with your girlfriend or, or with your wife? Are you, are you lonely? Do you feel isolated? Or are you tired and the tiredness is stressing you out? Just be wary of these things. And going forward, try to get a good meal and try to, to stay happy and joyful and surround yourself with people that allow you to feel good about yourself. And when you're lonely, call up a friend or go to a, a group meeting or go out on the town and, and treat yourself out to a nice meal at a restaurant. Or maybe you're tired. Get some rest. Get some good, adequate sleep. Get eight hours of sleep. If you can't get eight hours, try to get at least five hours of sleep. Your mind needs to rest. We are human. We require certain things in order for us to be, to be able to function. These are some things you should keep in mind. Avoid the isolation. Genesis 2.18 says, The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. God is saying, it is not good for you to be by yourself. When you're by yourself, your mind gets to racing and the devil tries to put all these, these negative thoughts in your head and, and you feel like these thoughts are, are becoming reality and real realistic in your life. But that's not the case. That's just the enemy playing tricks in your mind. The devil's battlefield is your mind and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So man, find a good woman, a God-fearing woman, someone who loves the Lord. And woman, find a good man, God-fearing man, someone who loves the Lord. We have to surround ourselves with like-minded people because we need them to feed us with things that are going to make us grow. You don't plant a seed and place soda into the soil in order for the plant to grow. No, you need fresh water. We need that fresh living water. And we need to surround ourselves with people that can bring that into our lives. Look at the crowd around you. Are they optimistic? Are they positive? Do they see the good in everything? Or are they negative? Are they always downing you or saying bad things about you or saying bad things about the things going on around them? We have to be wary of this because if you want to eventually be able to help people, and you must first be able to help yourself. 
If you're standing on a chair, it's easier for someone to pull you down than you to pull them up. We have to first get ourselves right before we can help others. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We have to renew our mind. Freedom is first a conscious decision. Conscious is defined as an inner feeling or voice viewed as acting as a guide to the righteous, to the rightness or wrongness of one's behavior. Let's listen to that inner voice. Let's listen to that intuition. God has placed the Holy Spirit within us, and the Holy Spirit is that thing telling you what to do right. Listen to that voice. Once we make this decision to listen to our inner voice, that godly voice within us telling us to do the right thing, we're making the necessary steps to become free. It starts in your mind. Follow these steps. First, let's pray and ask God to take control of your situation. Allow God to come in and move in your life. We have to get out the way. Let go and let God. You can't do it on your own. If you were able to do it on your own, you wouldn't be in the current situation that you're in right now. We need God to intervene in our life, but we have to ask God to intervene. We have to allow God to be able to come in and intervene and intercede on our behalf. So pray, ask God for help. Second, make a conscious decision and renew your mind. Begin to speak to yourself every day. Say positive things, optimistic things, put things on your wall. I am more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. I'm blessed. I'm no longer bound by this addiction, but I'm free indeed. Through Jesus Christ, I'm free indeed. Third, get help. Whether it's you're struggling with alcohol and you, you need to surround yourself with people who have overcome that addiction, go to an AA meeting. Research local hotlines in your area with rehabilitation centers. Contact your local church and explain to them your situation. There's resources out there, people. There's people out there that have overcome, and there's people out there that want to help. We gotta stop being stubborn and isolating ourselves. We're not getting any younger, we're only getting older, and we need the help now. Our children are depending on us to get the help we need. Our brothers and our sisters, our friends and our family members, they need us. We have to get the help. Four, surround yourself with people who are doing something with their life. And we have to avoid people, places, and things that are involved in any way to our prior addiction. Surround yourself with those good people. Find some people in the groups. Find some people in the church that actually are doing something with their life. This is contagious. Just like negativity is contagious, positivity is contagious too. When you begin to surround yourself with these people, 
you'll begin to adopt some of their thoughts and adopt some of their ways. And you'll begin to overcome that addiction. God wants you to overcome. Stop going to places that are degrading and that don't help you with your situation. Whether it's a nightclub or a casino if you're a gambler, stop going to these places. We have to be aware of our surroundings. And number five, at any time, give your battles to Jesus. Jesus died for you. When he died, your addiction died on that cross with him. When he rose, your freedom rose too. Trust in him. Call on him. Romans 6, 1-7 What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Jesus paid the price for you on the cross. Jesus died for you. Your addiction died on that cross. You are a resurrected person. I'm here to tell you that you are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. You can succeed. I've succeeded you will succeed too. If you need an example of someone who has succeeded, you're listening to it. I was that guy at one point in my life struggling, struggling with alcohol, struggling with an addictive mind state, thinking I could no longer make it, thinking I was going to die, at sometimes would have rather died because of the pain that I was going through. I know what you're going through. But one day I made a conscious decision that I was going to change. I called on the Lord and I asked God for help. He saved me and he will save you too. You are more than a conqueror. Believe this. God wants better for you. Romans 8.37-39 says, Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus loves you. Jesus wants the best for your life. Jesus wants you to overcome this addiction. And I proclaim right now in the name of Jesus that any demon that is trying to control your mind and and still kill and destroy, any demon that has been in your life and, and been a burden on you and on your mind and on your family's mind, we rebuke that demon right now in the name of Jesus and we claim victory. 
We claim victory right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we come to you right now, O Lord, and we pray. We ask, O God, that you step in, O Lord, that you intervene. Have control, O Lord. Take control, O Lord, of our life. We need you now, O Lord. We know, O Lord, that you can help us, O Lord, through this, O Lord. And we know, O Lord, that you have all power and dominion in your hands. We thank you, O God, for allowing us, O Lord, to hear this message and allowing, O Lord, us to be able to overcome and surround ourselves with, with like-minded people and, and get in groups, O Lord, that, that are of you, Father God. And we ask, O Lord, that you just give us a new mind, O Lord, renew our minds, Father God, and give us the mind of Christ. We need you, O Lord. We need you now. We can't wait another moment, O Lord. We can't wait another second, but we need you now. And we ask, O Lord, that you step in, O Lord, and you have your way in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're listening to this message and you don't know who Jesus is and you want to be free and, and you want to be free from your addiction and, and you want to be free in your life and you want to have a joy, an unspeakable joy and a peace that passes all understanding, I'm here to tell you that Jesus will freely accept you and Jesus wants to be in your life and Jesus loves you. Jesus is the answer. Give him your life. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I believe you are the Son of God. You died for my sins on the cross and resurrected. I repent of all my sins. I ask you for forgiveness and I forgive those who have sinned against me. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life and have your way. Friends, we believe if you pray this prayer, Jesus is now in your life. Your life will never be the same. Get into a good Bible-based church. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Follow us on Facebook, Deliverance in Jesus Christ. Your life will never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you.